can we finish that conversation? This is a this is a, a show called Cross Politic <laughs> that I think we should do together. <laughs> Me too. Hey y'all, welcome to Cross Politic on the Fight Lab Feast Network. I love being on my own mic. This is Pastor Toby <laughs> Talk Knox. I'm the Water Boy. It is good to be with you this Friday evening. Wrap up. Friday. That's right. Folks, our upcoming Fight Laugh Feast conference is just four months away from mm. happening in Knoxville, Tennessee, October 6th through the 8th. And yes. I, I just got the email from George Gilder. His talk whoa, whoa. is going to be... It's going do we to got be. like a drum roll or anything? No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Seemingly in sanctified sex. Message. All right. So... So the charge to Boom. George, the charge Boom. to George we gave yeah, him yeah. was, we want you to take your suicide sex book, sexual suicide, sexual suicide, your knowledge and power book, yeah. and your life after Google book, and put it all in one talk, yeah. and George can do it, yeah, and that's minutes. the topic, yeah, and that's the he wrote, he wrote speeches for Ronald Reagan, Yeah, he, he can, can, do, he can do it, remember the, the theme of the conference is lies, propaganda, that's storytelling, right. and the serrated edge, in uh, addition to George Gilder, Jared Longshore is going to be there, Yes, talking about serrated children, children, Serrated no. quiver, serrated quiver. I was going to say there was a different word we picked. Yep. Yeah, Doug, Pastor Doug Wilson's going to be there. Yeah, yep. um, Doctor Ben Merkel, mm. Pastor Toby. Yes, you're going to be there. Uh, he's going to be there. Woo! I'm going to go. To, I'm just going for that. We can't <laughs> say yet, but there's also going to be some other things. Yeah, happening. We got a lot. Co- <laughs> there's things. actually a lot yeah. going. I'm yeah. trying to land yeah. here. We're gonna we're gonna re- we're gonna yeah. announce it. Soon. We're gonna land it. Don't miss our awesome vendors meeting new friends, probably even new friends that live around you that you've never met before. They probably we hear this every year. Mm-hmm. Like I just met so and so. He lives 30 minutes away. I had no idea. And I didn't even know. Yeah. yeah. Um. And stuff for the kids too, like jumpy castles and accidental infant baptisms. <laughs> Accidental <laughs> on, on your behalf, maybe <laughs> not on ours. <laughs> We're trying to get people to come. Not st- no, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. Also, did you know you can save money by signing up for a club membership? So go to fightlaughfeast.com, sign up for a club membership, and then register for the conference and get that hundred dollars off That's right. a club yeah. discount. We can't wait to fellowship, sing psalms, and celebrate God's goodness in Knoxville, October sixth. Who'd the eight? Speaking of lies, propaganda, storytelling, serrated edge. Yeah. Uh, we need a pagan to tell the church to man up. No, we don't. No, yeah, we, we do. Don't. No, we don't. Our young people face a demoralization that is perhaps unparalleled. The Christian church is there to remind people, young men included, and perhaps even first and foremost, that they have a woman to find, a garden to walk in, a family to nurture, an ark to build, a land to conquer, a ladder to heaven to build, and the utter terrible catastrophe of life to face stalwartly in truth, devoted to love and without fear. Invite the young men back. Say literally to those young men, you are welcome here. We want to call you to the highest purpose of your life. We want your time and energy and effort and your will and your goodwill. We want to work with you to make things better, to produce life more abundant for you and for your wife and children and for your community and your country and the world. Put up a billboard. Say, young men are welcome here. (laughs) And most importantly, what they can do. Your churches, for God's sake, Quit fighting for social justice. Quit saving the bloody planet. Attend to some souls. 
That's what you're supposed to do. Do it now <laughs> before it's too late. So oh. that was Jordan Peterson. He's, and, he's like and preaching a sermon. He, he released a video this past week yeah. uh, calling the church to invite yeah. men back. Right. And to fight, but I'm, you know, woke culture, to I'm, fight CRT, to I'm, fight kind of what he says are the bigger problems. I'm confused, though. I also just heard him talking to Dave Rubin. Hold oh, on. Oh, hold on. Speaking of which, it's hold funny on. that you should bring are, are that we, up. Are we going to get there? Let's just go right there. He said marry a woman. He said marry a woman. We got a video for you. Oh, you do? You made me a video? Boys are hectored for their toy preferences, which often include toy weapons such as guns, and their more boisterous playing style as boys require active rough and tumble play. When I was first sort of coming out or coming to grips with myself, I actually liked guys that were kind of flamboyant because I, in my, it, to me it was like, oh, they're so who they are. And it is precisely those young men who are deeply conscientious, capable of guilt and regret, who have come to believe in pain that every deep impulse that moves them out into the world for the adventure of their life even that impulse drawing them to women. I talked a lot about the role of family in people's lives. And at that point, you really hadn't been considering children, not seriously, although your partner, your husband, yeah. is nothing but the manifestation of a spirit that is essentially satanic in nature. <laughs> children who are breastfed do better. Yep. <laughs> I believe that one year of breastfeeding is equivalent to, I think breastfed kids have a five-point IQ advantage. And one point IQ is worth one year of education. I have basically. two freezers in my garage, two industrial freezers full of breast milk. This is not only wrong, <laughs> theologically, morally, psychologically, oh. practically, oh. and scientifically. Oh. It is literally anti-true. The Christian church oh. is there oh. to oh. remind people, young men included, that oh. they have a woman to find. We wanted to find a girl who obviously was physically healthy, most importantly, and we thought we could uh, not like take that. some of my sister's not eggs. Not like that. And she's a mother. That's not she's what he means. Her third. Uh, but that we could get her eggs, and then we no, would take David's not her eggs. and then we would have two children from that. No. Uh, after a long time of talking about no, a year to getting that back stop and forth, and going through all that, there were a lot of ethical and moral issues. Yeah, and yeah. My sister, issues. a family to nurture. You oh. know David pretty well, and we've been out to dinner with Tammy many times. Yeah. And you know him. He is incredibly warm and nurturing and loving. <laughs> and he cares about all those things. And I'm telling you, he is reading about skin-to-skin -skin contact yeah. every day. Yeah. Invite that the young men back. <laughs> Say, literally, to those young men, you are welcome here. What was the, the, skin the skin. gay rights movement for uh, in the 70s in New York City and Stonewall and all of those things? It was, they, these people just wanted, well, they wanted to be able to get married. That was part of it. But it was also that they wanted to be able to go to a bar that wasn't underground, that wasn't hidden, that mm -hmm. wasn't, you know, this they want to be welcome. thing. But that's what they had to do because they mm -hmm. were getting raided by oh. the police. And this was going on, obviously, in other countries. And it was going on for decades before that. If no one else wants what you have to offer, we do. <laughs> we want to call you to the highest purpose of your life. We want your time and energy and effort and your will and your goodwill. We want to work with you to make things better, <laughs> to produce life more abundant for you and for your wife and children and for your community and your country and the world. Had the world not shifted to be a little bit kinder, had I not maybe been on tour with you and 
come to some of these realizations or found someone in the world that I wanted to put their needs above my own, mm-hmm. that I could have been left to a life that would have been sort of purely narcissistic or self-destructive or anything. Do it now. <laughs> Do it before it's too late. The hour is nigh. Good to see you, Dave. Oh. <laughs> That was our producer Carter. Cut that. Oh my that was goodness. such Carter, a great cut. Carter, you deserve cut. a raise. Yeah. Do you it. That was so now, good. Before it's too late. So get those eggs. <laughs> so get the breast milk in the freezer. Get it. That's now. That's the message. Put a big sign up. A billboard. Your eggs are the, welcome here. <laughs> Even if you stole them, I bought them from a woman. Oh, man, that's so good. So just for our audio listeners, because oh they couldn't see all the video there. So you have to get what, the app. Yeah, yeah what, you got to download. You got to watch mashup. this mashup. But it was basically what we did is we took the mashup. of We took Jordan Peterson oh my and, and his exhortation to the church or his, his charge to the church. Yeah, and then we for mashed men. that up. With his interview, with Jordan Peterson's interview with Gay Rubin. Gay Rubin. And that's that's what happened. But he wasn't done talking to Christians. I was surprised because this morning I was like, okay, we're going to cut this up. We're going to chop it up. And as soon as I go to YouTube, I saw one to Muslims. It has been so heartening to see that my biblical lectures, for example, attracted a large Muslim audience. And all this is lovely to see in the aftermath of the extraordinary Abraham Accords, which have laid out the possibility Abraham for Accords? peace between all the people of the book. It is time for those of you in the Muslim world to stop fighting among yourselves, you Shiites and Sunnis, oh. and also time to stop regarding the Christians, and even more specifically, the Jews <laughs> as your enemies. Well, the best place to find Satan is within. If you think the true enemy is in someone else's heart, then you haven't thought nearly long enough about the darkness within. Mm. And I should also point out that it is not the individual carriers of the woke, politically correct, degenerate, neo-Marxist ideas that should be regarded as the enemy either. Muslims, reach across the sectarian divide. Shiites, find a Sunni pen pal. (laughs) <laughs> Communicate with someone on the other side. Sunnis, do the same. Maybe reach out to a Christian or even, heaven forbid, a Jew. Because perhaps it is time for those who purport to be followers of God to act like it and to be convincing in those actions. Thank you, all my Muslim listeners, watchers, and readers, for your kind attention and patience. I wish you well as you strive to become the light in the world that your faith truly demands. Let's see if we can unite as people of the book and negotiate our way toward the paradise that we might truly and jointly attain. So so the Christian... How many uh, versions? His his charge to the Christian church got, I think, like 800,000 views. And this video... 1.6, 1.6, almost double. And so there's a lot of kind of, I think, sub... Issues going on here, and I wanted to bring in our friend uh, 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 James Raymond. Raymond, he was um, uh, uh, he's been on the, the show studio, before. We've yeah. had him on the show before. Uh, he was born in England, uh, lives in Seattle now, has five kids. In 2012, James has been building relationships with Muslims in Seattle and around the world because of his ministry. He founded the Almeida Initiative, a Christian nonprofit that equips the church to understand and communicate better with Muslims on a range of religious, political, and worldview issues. James, thank you uh, for coming on Cross Politics. 
Hey, thank you for having me again. So you got to hear the video. Uh, what was your kind of initial response to Jordan Peterson specifically kind of charging the Muslim world to, you know, come together, to rally together, to fight, I guess, some bigger issues like CRT and so forth? Yeah. So there's, there's things I liked about it and I, things that I think were misses. And the fundamental issue um, in this video, I think, is that he is taking a the sort of like uh, sort of framework interpretation of Christianity that he has uh, come to understand. And he's kind of like reading that into the Muslim world. And so when he says something like the greatest enemy is within, right, that's the best place to find Satan. Um, that's. I mean, that's true from a biblical perspective. That, uh, uh-huh. Not that Satan doesn't really exist, but that, you know, we are supposed to start with ourselves. Right. right. Um, in Islam, there's this doctrine called the fitra, and the fitra is this idea that uh, everyone is born good, and then it's external influences that shape you into something bad or something that's mm-hmm. better. So it's not that there's no concept of inner struggle in Islam. It's that this beginning of inner struggle starts with you making sure that you have the best influences around you. Uh-huh. That's, that, that, that's, that's one thing. So in Orthodox Islam, the, the struggle for the world doesn't actually begin like inside. Right. It actually starts with making sure the bad things outside don't get in. Hmm. So th- then, then, then he goes to talk about um, the Sunni uh, and Shia stuff and how those divisions need to end. But, but here's the thing. He tends to have a framework approach to the Bible, which we all hope and pray is getting more literal. But he's still <laughs> yeah. uh, he's still operating as this Christianity is a sort of psychological inspirational framework before uh, it's a literal truth. Yeah. And if you think of religion in a psychological framework type way, then we are, of course, well, the Shia framework, the Sunni framework should just be able to come together and strive towards the same thing. Right. But if you act. But if you're actually looking at it from a, yeah, Muhammad literally set a successor or uh, we're literally supposed to trust this early community as the blueprint of humankind, then you can't simply just agree. You can't just say, oh, yeah, this stuff doesn't really matter at all. So his his worldview is like, whatever the differences are, they don't really matter. But he isn't used to swimming in their kind of worldview. Right. Whereas we as Bible believing Christians can kind of maybe get that a little more. And so he's going to see a solution which isn't really um, viable mm-hmm. because of their, their existing worldview. And then finally, what he gives is a, is, is a good, is a good idea. I think it's a great idea for people to reach out to somebody who they disagree with and have a conversation yeah. with them. But I also am skeptical of how much it's going to work because the ability to be reasonable and charitable to people you disagree with is is fundamentally a fruit of the gospel. Mm. So, right. what Jordan Peter, what Jordan Peterson is trying to do is disciple the nations without evangelism. That's wow. right, and it won't work. That's without, exactly right. Without the gospel, without the gospel. Yeah. What, about it, what about his comments about the Jews? I mean, to me, that was like the most. Uh, I mean, there's such a hatred. Of of the Jews from Muslims, and there's there's well, thousands wanna, and there's you know a thousand years of history of divide there. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'd be I'd be careful with that 
so I was in Abu Dhabi about three months ago, okay. and there were so many Israelis there. So it's it's always kind of up and down a bit the relationship between uh, Muslims and the Jewish world, and there's there's certainly a lot of anti-Semitic conspiracy theories out there. Yeah, but there's 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 a lot of middle ground as well. Right. Like generally with, with the Gulf nations, there's the, there's this dynamic of they they're outraged outraged by what's happening between Israel and Palestine as a symbolic thing. But then it's like, hey, you want to let in 100,000 Palestinians to Saudi Arabia? And it's like, are you crazy? Look at what they're doing to those poor Jews. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. <laughs> so it, it, it's, a, it's a little more complicated than people think it is. Uh-huh. Interesting. So there's, uh-huh. like, there's like ethnic divides, you're saying, in addition to the religious divides. Yeah, this, this it's it's so complicated. Polit- and political. Politics is religion. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's tribalism. There's there's everything yeah. hey, in that. Yeah. And hey, go go ahead, James. Yeah, there's there's everything in that. So there there's plenty of anti-Semitism in the Muslim world. Um, but there's also there's, there's also things change quickly, and things are changing quickly right now. And you find you find like a weird amount of pro-Israel like Gulf Arabs right now. Mm. James, thanks for coming on, man. We'll have to have you back on and talk a little bit more about this. I have a feeling this is going to develop much larger yeah, than it currently I is right so. now. Yeah, really appreciate you, James. Appreciate your time, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Yep. Bye-bye. Home. It's where you build your legacy, where traditions are started, seeds are planted, meals are shared, and stories are told. Home is where you prepare to go out into the world. Finding the home that's perfect for your family is a big job. Story Real Estate is Moscow, Idaho's top real estate team. They give people real estate advice all over the country, family homes, investments, land, new construction, or commercial, they know real estate. If you thought about a move to Moscow or anywhere in the country, reach out to get connected with a Story Real Estate agent. Wherever you're going, they can help guide you home. Visit storyrealestate.com today you know pastor i was i was thinking we talked about this almost talked about it before the show we had to stop ourselves mm-hmm. but the clip between jordan peterson and dave rubin right to me disqualifies his comments to christians disqualifies him because mm-hmm. whatever christianity he's talking about right. that he wants or the world that he's talking about for christians includes dave rubin without repentance yeah that's right, right. <laughs> right that's yeah. the new conservative that's yeah. the new and so there's a, although although there's a there's a sense in which like i mean this is how so I agree. Right. But there's also a sense in which what he thinks right. isn't necessarily what God's doing. Sure. So I, I so agree. There, so God is at work. And, um, you know, I mean, if he can make donkeys talk, then he can use somebody very, very intelligent who yeah. is very, very wrong in some, in some really key areas yeah. to encourage churches to welcome young men and to encourage a lot of young men to go to church. Yeah. And I, I, where they yeah. re- actually will hear the gospel, even if initially it's a yeah. it's a social gospel, a psychological gospel, whatever, a humanistic gospel, which is, yeah. I think, what he's using right now. Yeah, um, absolutely. But, well, this is like we were just reading in Kings um, where we have the prophet who goes to the prophet who just went to Jeroboam mm-hmm. and the prophet is leaving. And then he tells him a lie that yeah. he says, hey, God told me to tell you yeah. to come eat with me. Yeah. And the guy died because God had told him what he should have did. Yeah, and so right. it's possible. And then yeah. the, the, the prophet who lied gets a real word from God. He's like, uh-oh, you in trouble. Because <laughs> God told you not to listen to me. Like, what is going on here? Yeah, right. So I, I look at it. I can yeah. be like, okay, so yeah. guys like this, 
are great at analyzing the situation. Right. They're great at even seeing kind of the problems where things are going. They're great at analyzing, but they don't have the answers at the right. end of the day. Right. N- none that bring true um, human flourishing, because if you follow down the road of humanism, even though it has some of the elements of uh, truth. Uh, truth and yeah. nature in it, right. you don't get righteousness out of right. it. No. You no. get worse. You get no. totalitarianism. Right. <laughs> it's right. just yeah. another version no. of it. Right. And so that's what I want to be careful of, but yeah. it disqualifies. Well, well, I would say, I would say, yeah, n- nature apart from Christ is is fallen. Right? Yeah. We're fallen creatures. And exactly. So, now, a- as nature truly understood in Christ right. gets you flourishing. Right. Um, that, and that's the distinction. But without Christ, well, see, you're going to get totalitarianism. What, was it John Adams that said our constitution is made for yeah, a, moral, a, a moral, moral people? people. Moral, yeah. religious and, people. And yeah. so where is the moral values that he's yeah. bringing to the table? Right. If you have homosexuality, a part yeah. of that, then yeah. you can't even well, follow the constitution. Well, here's, here's, <laughs> I think what he would say though, is that he, I mean, and I think has a point. He is far more moral and religious than most modern secularists. So compared to the secularists, so he's, he's a, so he, he's a cooler part of hell. He, he's um, yeah, no, I would call him like a, he's a deist. Sure, I get it. Right, yeah. like 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 so they, like there's sort of this respect for religion. Yeah. There's a God. He's kind of disconnected, whatever. Yeah. Um, and you, you, that I think is gonna it's closer to the truth in one sense. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and you're gonna see reality better, but you're you're not any closer to God in terms of the infinite chasm of heaven and hell. No, Here, and here's I, what I think is happening politically. Yeah. Is you have a conservative Republican, uh, uh, political party has left Christ. Yep. So there's this deistic kind of conservatism that, that we're in right, now. Right. And so that's why you're kind of seeing this merge of conservatism and yeah. classical liberalism, which is what Jordan Peterson and Dave Rubin, they had all right. kinds of sun right. off that. Right. And and you're getting this new conservatism not that's founded right. off Christ. And right. they, they know that. They're saying that loud and loud right. and clear. And, and what they're it's a very pragmatic kind of conservatism, or if you can call it that, that they're all coming together about what they're against. Right. That's what's driving them. We're right. against CRT. We're against right. grooming. We're against all this stuff. Well, and they, that's why you get Gay Rubin. Well, they're not just coming together against what they're what they're against too. I mean, Jordan Peterson is trying to set forth. You need to. We need men. Yeah. We need to have yeah, families. Yeah, right. They and, are saying that these yeah. are foundations and, and, to society. And they're awesome force. And, and Gay yeah. Rubin will even say there's a difference between man, men right. and women, male and female. Yeah. They're just so recreating. He's got breast milk in his freezer. Yeah. yeah. Right. But they're recreating creation. <laughs> right. You know, the other thing I want to point out really quick, and I'll yeah. let you go, Pastor. You have to pay attention to the way that he communicated to the Muslims and to the Christians. Yeah. Notice he did not go for the Muslims to take over masculinity and families and manhood. That's true. He Notice that, that, that was absent. He came after the church he for that. The church Why? From, right. There's a reason for that. He's not yeah. doing that without some sort of deep reason church for that. Church is effeminate. Why is he going after the church? No, I don't think it's just uh, that. I was Muslim, gonna, Muslims I, get the men. But I was going to yeah. say, but I think he sees problems in That's exactly Islam. right. I think he sees more of the truth in Christianity. I think that's right. I, and I think, think that's and, exactly and I think right. he sees that Muslims turn uh, men angry and they turn yeah. into terrorists. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. It's time for the wrap up. Yeah. Just Friday wrap up. That was quick. Cool it. Friday wrap-up. On Monday, we covered Kamala Harris's Face the Nation appearance, (laughs) lamenting the overturning of the Dred Scott decision. (laughs) Since that had been settled constitutional law, and now everything is completely up for grabs. Slave masters are no longer in complete, complete control of their property. That's not anymore. what happened. That's not what happened, Toby. No, it is. It was abortion. I, I was listening. I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> Governor Northam of Virginia did his best brave, Blackface. brave Sir oh. Robin impression okay. by boldly telling CNN that he is now prepared to do exactly what the Supreme Court says, whatever they say it. Only allow hunting of babies until 15 weeks. Oh. Remember Brave Sir Robin? Bravely bold Sir Robin brought forth from Camelot. He was not afraid to die. Oh, brave Sir Robin. 
He was not at all afraid to be killed in nasty ways. Pray, 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 Sir Robin. He was not in the least bit scared to be mashed into a pulp. Or to have his eyes gouged out and his elbows broken. To have his kneecap split and his body burned away. And his limbs all hacked and mangled, pray, Sir Robin. His head smashed in and his heart cut out and his liver removed and his bowels unplugged and his nostrils raped and his bottom burnt off and his penis... That's, that's, uh, that's enough music for now, lads. <laughs> Brave Sir Robin ran away. No! Bravely ran no! away, away. I didn't! When danger reared its ugly head, he bravely turned his tail no! and yet Brave Sir Robin turned about I didn't! he chickened out. <laughs> I don't know if you had a slip there. It was Governor, not Northam, but Yonkin. 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 I yeah. did. You said Northam. Yeah, I did. Okay. Blackface Northam, Yonkin. Yeah. I'm not really sure exactly what the difference is. We don't know is. which one's the Democrat. <laughs> On Tuesday, we talked with Dr. Rod's story about the scam of calling abortion women's so health yeah. or trying to create a need for abortion in cases when a woman's health is threatened. Not only does abortion take millions of women's lives in killing the unborn babies, but the fact of the matter is abortion always leaves scars, physical, emotional, and spiritual. Yeah. And in those very rare instances when a baby implants in a place where it cannot survive and directly threatens the life of the mother, a procedure done to move the baby is not at all the same thing as intentionally That's killing right. it. Wednesday was beer and psalms with Senator Hawley trying to pin down the Berkeley professor on exactly what kind of human beings get pregnant and have babies. And oh. She certainly wasn't sure if unborn babies have any value at all. At the very least, it wasn't a very interesting question to her. That's right. The psalm of the day was Psalm 115, and we talked about how idols always deform their worshipers. You become like what you worship. Idols are deaf, dumb, and blind, and lame, and all who make them and serve them become like them. And this is how you know our land is full of idols. We chop up our babies uh. in pieces, we mutilate our bodies through cutting, piercing, tattooing, and tranny surgeries and chemicals. Yesterday, we talked about the resurgence of the COVID narrative, with new reports coming out of kindergarten classrooms with maps colored red by five-year-olds, <laughs> which means, and I quote, they said, super duper, super very, very, very awful, humongous, super huger, bad, bad or bad, huge, super, super bad, huge, very bad, huge. because it's all whole entire red everywhere. That's hilarious. We also, we, also had Pastor, we also had Pastor Andrew Bartolo from Kingston, Ontario in the studio talking about how God has used the faithful resistance of many Christians, pastors, and churches, particularly yeah. in the Liberty Coalition in Canada to grow the kingdom. We talked mm. to Pastor Andrew backstage, that was after the show, for club members so good. about what the strategy should be for pushing back against status tyranny in Canada uh. and everywhere. And I want to close this wrap-up by simply noting that this is a glorious time to be alive. Amen. Amen. What a glorious time to be assigned to live. What a moment to live with this battle line drawn up so close. That's what a right. moment to be called to follow Jesus into the fray. We have our work cut out for us, but the lines are so clear. Life or death, reason or insanity, beauty or ugliness, grace or judgment, Christ or chaos. Christ died and rose again for this insanity, this rebellion, this bloodshed. And therefore, we should not be surprised by the vitriol at all, and we must not fear it in the slightest. Mm. They hated Jesus, and God raised him from the dead. We know how this story goes. Amen. Mm. Amen. And with that, we're going to go into the backstage with Pastor Toby and talk about how Christians should be hearing Jordan Peterson's message to Christians. What a week. Wow. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have you some kids. And if you have kids, 
go baptize them. Until Monday, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politic. Where Dave and I plan this year's company holidays. Let's go through the list. Easter, too religious. St. Patrick's Day? Too white. Mother's Day? Way too cisgendered. All of your usual holidays have been canceled this year. But we still have Karl Marx's birthday! Ha <laughs> <laughs> Need a real reason to party? Find a new job at redballoon.work. Hi, I'm Robert Borton, CEO of Classical Conversations, the world's largest classical Christian homeschooling community. I'm launching a new podcast, Refining Rhetoric. If you like cross-politics or just listen to hear what crazy stuff they're saying today, you will enjoy Refining Rhetoric. You can find us on your favorite podcast platform. I practice the 15 tools of learning by interviewing great guests, looking at current events, and talking about cryptocurrency.